weather forecast is brought to you by Monoclean. At your service for 35 years, the sanitation, hygiene and waste management expert in Monaco. We thank you for your trust and confidence in our services. Find us on monoclean.com. Mainly fine, highs of 13 degrees in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and just 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region, this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 degrees in Marseille with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow, fine with highs of 13 degrees. Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. The sun will rise at 7.48 and sets this evening at 4.53. In London today, 5 degrees with sunny intervals. Paris has sunny intervals and 8 degrees. And Dublin, 10 degrees with gusty winds. Seven minutes past seven o'clock. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. I hope you're well this Wednesday morning. A top news story in France is that France's Minister of Education, Gabriel Attal, has said that there is a national emergency to raise the level of students. And he's come up with some new measures that will be introduced in schools uh, for uh, next year, of 2024 and 2025 school year. Uh, locally, the French government has announced plans to enforce more controls on the construction sites of the valleys behind Nice following the devastation caused by Storm Alex. And in sport... England have thrashed Scotland 6-0 in their final Women's National League group match, but it was not enough to top the table after the Netherlands scored two injury time goals against Belgium to deny them in a dramatic finish. More on those stories coming up at 7.30. In a moment's time, the entertainment news. It's the Wednesday, uh, so the best of the Riviera throughout the day on Riviera Radio. Finish the lyrics after 8 o'clock and the well-being window is back. After nine, it's the last one of the year. Gavin Sharp will be joining me live in the studio to talk about anger management. You can call in live and ask him a question. WhatsApp, uh, that's plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine, or you can email a question to Gavin Studio at Radio dot m c. Well, if you want to know a secret, this has to stay between you and I. How are you? Well, if you want to know, I have a kind of sick feeling in my stomach this morning. As you know, that big Euro million draw last Friday. Well, it was a Friday and I happened to be with my mates. Well, three of them, to be precise. And I was responsible for taking a number from each person and playing the ticket, which I duly did. Of course, didn't win anything, not even 50 centimes. But wait, it gets worse. Yesterday, I couldn't find the numbers, so I did a flash. And to my horror, I have a horrible, sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. Our numbers that we did on Friday came up last night. But it stays between you and me because I will never, ever live this down. So onwards and upwards this Wednesday morning with incognito and don't you worry about a thing. Am I bothered? No.
Riviera Radio Travel News. Starting with the region's trains, the 7.58 Nice to Monton has a five-minute delay on it. There's nothing to tell you yet at Nice International Airport. Everything's running on time. Uh, the roads, it's slow moving coming into Monaco off the A8 motorway, uh, but the tunnel there is currently open. in this morning's entertainment news. Musician Denny Lane, uh, the lead singer of rock band The Moody Blues and guitarist with Sir Paul McCartney's group Wings, has died aged 79. His wife, Elizabeth Haynes, said on Tuesday that he had died following a long battle with lung disease. Uh, Denny sung on The Moody Blues' 1965 multi-million selling single, Go Now, and co-wrote the Wings hit, Marl of Guitar. In 2018, he was inducted into the rock and rolled Hall of Fame as a member of the Moody Blues. R.I.P. Denny Lane. And Ozzy Osbourne has maintained that tobacco is the most addictive thing he has ever consumed. Uh, the Black Sabbath rocker, who is 75, opened up about his experience with the product during a conversation with his family about legalising marijuana on the Osbournes podcast. The rocker, who recently revealed that he's got at best 10 years left amid his health battles said he believed marijuana should be legalised everywhere before he described just how habit forming tobacco had been for him. He said I would sooner have people smoke marijuana than smoke tobacco. Tobacco without any second thought is the most addictive thing I have ever put in my body. His wife however, Sharon Osborne made no secret of her dislike of cannabis, saying marijuana is stuff that makes you into a blob and you just sit there all day, you lose any incentive and you don't do anything. What day is it today? This December the 6th is International Sweater Day. It was on this day in 1897. The world's first fleet of motorised taxi cabs started operating in London. It was on December the 6th, 1983. A surgeon successfully completed the first heart and lung transplant operation to be performed in Britain. On this day in 1994, the Queen gave the go-ahead for oil drilling to take place in the grounds of Windsor. Windsor Castle and on this day in 2017 scientists discovered the most distant supermassive black hole. If it's your birthday today then you share it with Nick Park, the British filmmaker who is 65, Ben Watt the British musician is 61 Noel Clark, the British actor, producer, screenwriter and director is 48 and Andrew Flintoff the English television and radio presenter and former international cricket turns 46. A very happy birthday if it is your birthday. That's this morning's entertainment news. There'll be more at the same time tomorrow morning on the Full English Breakfast Show. Still got that rather sick feeling in my stomach about the results for the Euro Millions, but hey-ho, onwards and upwards and, well, what would you do? I think I've just got to forget about it and I mustn't check, but I'm pretty sure they were uh, the winning numbers. Will I play again this Friday? I very much doubt it. Well, seeing as in memory of the musician Danny Lane, the lead singer of the rock band The Moody Blues and guitarist with Sir Paul McCartney's group Wings, has died at the age of 79. Here they are with their 1965 multi-million selling single, The Moody Blues, and Go Now. We've already said... 
featuring Moscow mules and steal the cups from Mostly the Bowery Bar, what a perfect day to fall in love on What a way to make a start, it appears when you think all is lost Then you don't remember when it started, never have to pretend With my English girl in an American town, no elevator to the fifth floor Sheeran and American Town 727. Well, who cares about the Euro Millions? All you've got to do is stay tuned to the Full English Breakfast Show because Riviera Radio wants you to join us in Monaco. Uh, we'll take care of the bill. Yes. Uh, from tomorrow, we will be giving away some fantastic prizes to be won. Over 2,000 euros in prizes in partnership with Monte Carlo SBM. I will be telling you more uh, throughout this morning's show, so stay tuned and it's your chance to have a very wonderful white Christmas thanks to Santa. The English Breakfast Show is brought to you by Air France. Fly to spectacular destinations around the world. The Air France network accompanies you at every step of your travel cravings to make sure there is no location you cannot reach. Elegance is a journey. Air France. Go to airfrance.fr or in your local travel agency. Experience the magic of Christmas together at Cap 3000. Dressed in festive splendor, Cap 3000 invites young and old to share magical moments. From a charming train ride to a visit with Father Christmas and uplifting gospel concerts, a host of delightful events awaits. Christmas together at Cap 3000 promises family fun from the 2nd of December to the 7th of January. Discover more at cap3000.com. Cap 3000. Shop, food, fun, enjoy. Chef d'entreprise, cadre dirigeant, l'UPE06 organise pour vous les entrepreneuriales, salon des services aux entreprises sur le thème de l'inclusion, source de performance durable pour l'entreprise. Plus de 110 exposants, conférences, tables rondes, animations. Profitez de ce salon pour choisir vos prestataires de services, enrichir votre réseau et donner du tonus à votre entreprise. Les entrepreneuriales, jeudi 7 décembre 2023, de 9h à 18h, Stade de Nice, Alliance Riviera. Inscription gratuite et obligatoire sur www.entrepreneurial.com. Tune in tomorrow to listen to the Riviera Radio Property and Services Program brought to you by Le Prince Immobilier and learn more about the real estate industry on the French Riviera and Monaco. Whether you're looking to sell, buy, rent or just looking for guidance, we are here to assist you. Le Prince, an addition of local knowledge and global expertise. The British School of Monaco is family-run with a strong sense of moral purpose. Well-being is at the heart of everything we do. Admissions are open for ages 5 to 11 and lower secondary. To jump aboard, visit britishschool.mc. The local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco. Probably the best real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. 
Good morning, it's 7.30. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. France's Minister of Education, Gabriel Attel, has said that there is a national emergency to raise the level of students. Attel comments follow the publication of a report which points to a severe decline in the level of education of young people in France, particularly in subjects such as mathematics and reading comprehension. Attel calls for a strengthening of fundamental knowledge with plans to introduce next year certain measures. These would include the decision for a child who fails a year to have to repeat it, referred to as a redoublement, will be left solely up to the team of teachers and will no longer allow families to have the last word. In addition, there would be the possibility to offer courses to certain students during the holidays, an opportunity to not have to repeat a year. Atal also wants to continue work on primary schools, announcing an overhaul of programmes from nursery to CE2. Uh, similar changes would be carried out on CM1 and CM2 students from the beginning of the 2025 school year. The Minister of National Education also announced, as of today, the creation of the Higher Programme Council, to which he sets several objectives, including the introduction of real progress goals. Atal also asks that these programmes give more space to general culture. Finally, to tackle the problem of mathematics, Atel said that from the start of the 2024 school year, France will adopt the Singapore method, which has proven itself throughout the world and which involves teaching fractions and decimal numbers from CE1 class, which is for seven to eight-year-olds. Finally, in high school, from the 2025-2026 school year, a new mathematical and scientific culture test will be added to the baccalaureate programme for general and technological first-year students. Locally, the French government has announced plans to enforce more controls on the construction sites of the valleys behind Nice following the devastation caused by Storm Alex. Following a council meeting with the Minister of Ecological Transition, uh, Christophe Bichot, and elected officials on Tuesday, the minister announced that exceptional reconstruction funds will be mobilised in 2024 and 2025 in order to finalise current projects. An independent design office will also be mandated to carry out checks in 2024, guaranteeing the quality of the work. And this comes following several construction sites in the Vesubi, which are currently under investigation for the embezzlement of public funds. As part of a major anti-drug operation in Nice, eight people have been arrested and taken into police custody. The investigation, which opened on September the 14th, saw police raid different districts of the city on Tuesday, uh, with searches leading to the seizure of approximately 188 kilos of cannabis, 17 kilos of cocaine, as well as the sum of €492,000, two handguns and a shotgun. Those arrested are being questioned by the police and can be kept in custody for a maximum of four days. According to a recent study, two in five French people plan to give a second-hand gift this Christmas. For financial and environmental reasons, more and more French people are considering giving second-hand presents at Christmas. That's according to an IFOP study for Le Bon Coin. Formerly frowned upon or considered stingy, the practice is now acceptable with 83% of people who have received a second-hand gift saying they have not been disappointed or sad. Uh, most of the second-hand gifts are books at 
64%, toys 56% and clothing 49%. At the bottom of the ranking are household appliances, tools and kitchen utensils. Younger generations are more likely to offer items that have already been used, with 62% of those aged between 18 and 24 and 55% of those aged between 25 and 49 compared to 24% of those aged 65 and over. Uh, The study also showed that the Christmas shopping frenzy is losing ground as the French reject the excesses and overconsumption are changing their purchasing behaviour as well as their attitude towards the festive season. The Mercantour's ski resorts have confirmed they'll be open to the public from this weekend. Oran, Saint-Dalmas and Isola de Mille had been due to open last weekend, but this was delayed due to a lack of snow. Uh, With an abundance of snow falling this week, the resort's ski lifts will be operating from this coming Saturday. A sailboat from the film Napoleon by Ridley Scott will be stopping in the port of Toulon. The King's Star, an impressive replica of an 18th century ship, appears several times in Ridley Scott's film and has arrived on the region's coastline. The ship was built in 1996 for a British television series and was subsequently regularly used in other films. Finally, who wants to be a millionaire? As a jackpot of 218 million euros on Tuesday has not been won and will therefore roll over to this Friday with 240 million euros, uh, making it the largest sum ever put up to play in a Euro million draw. On Tuesday, no player chose the winning numbers. That's because I didn't find the ones I played on Friday that were the right ones. Believe it or not, 4, 6, 20, 24, 25 and the two stars 5 and 9. In France, three players had the five correct numbers, but only one lucky star. And they still won nearly €150,000, not to be sniffed at. However, don't forget that the chances of winning these jackpots remains limited. A player has approximately one chance in £140 of winning the jackpot, compared to the risk of being bitten by a shark, which is one in five million. In total, nine countries participate in the Euro Millions, and the top three countries which win the most follow the order of the most populated countries, namely the United Kingdom, France and Spain. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates' Knight Frank Monaco, who wish you a very happy holiday. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, England have thrashed Scotland 6-0 in their final Women's Nations League group match, but it was not enough to top the table after the Netherlands scored two injury-time goals against Belgium to deny them a dramatic finish. It means the Dutch are through to the Nations League semi-finals, and as a result of England's exit, Team GB now will not be in the Paris 2024 Olympics football competition. On Tuesday in the Premier League, Wolves beat Burnley. Sorry, Stuart, 1-0. And Luton lost at home to Arsenal, 4-3. In the Premier League this evening, with the 8.30pm kickoff French time, Brighton are at home to Brentford. Crystal Palace play Bournemouth. Fulham face Nottingham Forest. Sheffield United are at home to Liverpool. And with a quarter past 9pm kickoff French time, Aston Villa play Man City. And Manchester United are at home to Chelsea. Here's more football news from BBC Sport. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. 
Hello from Colum Harrison at the BBC Sports Centre. Arsenal have gone five points clear at the top of the table after a 4-3 win at Luton Town where Declan Rice got the winner in the seventh minute of stoppage time. Luton had come from 2-1 down at half-time to lead 3-2 with Ross Barkley putting them in front for the first time in the game. Kai Havertz made it 3-3 on the hour. That was his third goal in four games and it looked like Arsenal would have to settle for a point until Rice popped up with the winner. 4-3 the final score. Arsenal are five points clear of Manchester City. Elsewhere, Juan He Chang scored the only goal of the game as Wolves beat Burnley. The result takes Wolves up to 12th. Burnley remains second from bottom. Chris Wilder says he's thrilled to be back as Sheffield United manager two years after leaving the club because of issues with the owner Prince Abdullah of Saudi Arabia. Those issues appear to have been resolved with Wilder replacing Paul Heckingbottom who was sacked on Tuesday. The Blades are bottom of the Premier League table with only five points from their first 14 games. Wilder says he had no doubts about returning to the club. It's an easy line to roll out, but I think there's enough examples to know that other other managers have have gone back and enjoyed their time. I'm I'm going to give it my all. I'm enthusiastic and more determined than I've ever been in my life. I'm a, I'm a I think Sheffield United are getting me at my best as well. You know this is a this is a huge challenge. I'm really rubbing my hands together to get back involved in and hopefully help the club get out of the position they're in. And Chris Wilder's first game back in charge of Sheffield United will be at home to Liverpool on Wednesday night. For more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. And Argentina and Inter Miami forward Lionel Messi has been named Time Magazine's Athlete of the Year. Messi joined Miami in July and scored 11 goals in 14 games in all competitions to help them lift the League Cup, uh, their first ever trophy. A 36-year-old also won the Ballon d'Or for the eighth time in October. Finally in cricket, in an attempt to avoid the negativity of social media, England's Harry Brook has deleted all social media apps. Uh, The 24-year-old, who made a superb start in international cricket, playing starring roles in Test cricket and winning the T20 World Cup in November 2022, said he's been off social media for a while and that he thinks it's helped his game. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, the European Parliament and the member states of the European Union have announced an agreement to end the destruction of new unsold clothing and to strengthen the eco-design of many consumer goods so that they are easier to repair, maintain and recycle. The new legislation proposed by the European Commission in March of 2022 sets new requirements in the design of products to limit their impact on the environment, make them more reliable, reusable and repairable, but also also easier to recycle and more efficient in the terms of resources consumed. Among the new measures, the destruction of unsold clothing and shoes will be prohibited. Uh, the measure will take effect two years after the law comes into force. A six-year period is granted to medium-sized companies, while small companies will be exempt. Uh, furthermore, large companies will have to reveal each year the volume of products discarded and provide explanations to justify this practice in the 
the hope of encouraging them to give up. Uh, motor vehicles are excluded from the new legislation as they are already covered by specific regulations. Uh, European employers welcome the agreement reached on Tuesday while worrying about new administrative red tape. However, the text negotiated for several months by the EU will still have to be formally approved by MEPs and by the member states. Supermarket chains Intermarché and Auchan have announced their merger with the aim to create the first French purchasing centre. In a press release on Tuesday, the two brands said they wished to form an alliance on the purchase of consumer food products from major national brands, but also on the purchase of non-food products. The project aims to create the first French purchasing centre in order to best defend the interests of consumers. And K-pop superstars Blackpink have renewed their agency contract as a group, ensuring that the quartet will continue to perform together. This follows months of contract negotiations that have left millions of fans around the world rather on edge. In a statement, YG Entertainment said an exclusive contract for group activities based on strong trust has been signed. Blackpink formed in 2016 and have become the world's biggest K-pop girl group. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero seven cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty six cents. The pound's worth one euro sixteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty five point sixty one pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar fourteen cents and one euro zero five cents. A bitcoin, there's no stopping it at the moment, forty three thousand five hundred thirty four dollars. Gavin's already here. Crikey. Uh, 66 cents. Ethereum, $2,265.25. Commodities, uh, the price of an ounce of gold, $2,026.22. And a barrel Brent crude, $77.21. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. That made me jump. Gavin Sharp popping his head round the the window. Yes, he will be joining me, don't forget, after nine o'clock for the last of this year's Wellbeing Window. And we're talking about anger management. So if you have a question you want to put to Gavin, it's studio at rivieradio.mc or you can call in live on WhatsApp, plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. The marine weather for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmaritime and the VAR. The general situation, a depression of 1,011 millibars. Winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is moderate. Visibility is good. And the barometric pressure for San Juan Cap Ferrar is 1,011 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is moderate. Good visibility. And the barometric pressure for Cap Corse, 1,012 millibars. Radio. 
mainly fine is what they say. I think today and tomorrow should remain dry. It's Friday that they've announced heavy rain for the region. Highs of 13 degrees today in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region and this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 degrees in Marseille with clear skies. Gala for tomorrow, fine. Highs of 13 degrees. Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. Finally, where are you spending Christmas? Are you spending it in the right place? Well, a fascinating festive map has revealed the cities where people most want to spend Christmas around the world. And guess what? London Town. Yes, London. It's number one on the map generated using Google search data for common Christmas travel-related keywords. Countries are named followed by the city where their residents most want to spend the festive period. Searches such as Christmas in London and things to do in London for Christmas are top in 20 countries, including Spain, Netherlands, Canada and Australia. Vienna in Austria is the second most searched city, ranking top in 50 countries, including uh, Italy, uh, Germany, and the US. And sharing bronze is New York City and Paris, followed by Budapest, Madrid, and Prague. So there you go. London is the place to be. Well, of course, 7.56, you're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, and you can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Mum, Dad, did you hear that? London. Not Bedfordshire. <laughs> London. <laughs> Just trying to get it across to them. <laughs> you never know. Annie Lennox, and no more I love you. Use. Property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and the French Alps, contact Savills, local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. Get ready for the holiday season with Monte Carlo SBM's 12 Days of Christmas Giveaway on Riviera Radio. Tune into the Full English Breakfast Show every weekday for a chance to win fantastic prizes. We're spreading cheer, giving away a different prize every day for 12 days straight. From gift cards to amazing Monte Carlo SBM experiences here in the Principality, there's something for everyone this festive season. Here's how to enter. Listen to the Full English Breakfast Show from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. When you hear the the Christmas queue. It's your chance to win. Don't miss your chance to win big this holiday season. Join us for the 12 Days of Christmas competition. Only on Riviera Radio with Monte Carlo SBM. Happy holidays and good luck. CMB Monaco Banking Ahead is the podcast dedicated to those interested in the world of banking and finance. 
Each month, Bernard Ebran, Head of Portfolio Management at CMB Monaco, will help you make the most of the financial news. You can listen to the new episode next Friday at 6.46pm and next Saturday at 10.46am. Find the previous episodes in the latest news section of cmb.mc. Embark on a journey of perks with our Airport Premier Club. Just sign up at nice.aeroport.fr and discover a world of advantages for your travels from Nice Airport. Fast track queues, shopping, VIP lounges and more. These will ensure you feel like a very special passenger. Don't miss out. Your first 100 points are our welcome gift when you join on nice.aeroport.fr. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. It's just gone 7.53. Coming up, we'll have the best of the Riviera and the BBC News live from the BBC at 8. Uh, taking a look at the front pages in the UK this Wednesday morning. Uh, the Financial Times says electric car tariffs are front and centre of the Financial Times as Brussels uh, proposes a three-year delay for the duty on sales between the UK and the EU. Uh, meanwhile, on the front page of the Daily Mirror, they report a Turkish cosmetic surgery company has offered discounted deals for Christmas, despite allegations of botched and lethal operations. Uh, meanwhile, the Eye spotlights families of whose of those who died during the COVID-19 pandemic ahead of Boris Johnson's two-day appearance at the inquiry. Uh, meanwhile. On the front page of the Telegraph, they splashed that 10 senior Tories are prepared to resign as should uh, Sunak override the ECHR to start deportation flights to Rwanda. Uh, meanwhile, oh, that's the same story on the front page of the Times as the British Prime Minister has taken the middle way on Rwanda as it reports that ministers privately assured MPs the new deportations will not breach international human rights. Uh, meanwhile, on the front page of uh, the Daily Star, after Manchester United barred a number of outlets like Sky Sports from its press conferences, the Daily Star has mocked the club for excluding its sports journalist David McDonnell and called them big babies. Uh, the front page of the Daily Express, that too leads on the migrant deal with Rwanda, and that's also on the front page of The Sun. Uh, taking a look at the mail, uh, they describe junior doctors going back on strike in December as the cruelest and most indefensible industrial action yet. That's a look at the front pages in the UK uh, this Wednesday morning. Coming up in the next hour, we'll have Woofer of the Week, and you can see this week's Woofer on our Facebook page, 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio. Finish the lyrics, it will be over to you. You can send in uh, the answers to studio at Riviera Radio dot mc or you can whatsapp me on plus three three six eight oh eight six nine five nine nine and don't forget that after nine o'clock gavin sharp who is already here just getting ready for you after nine this week or this month rather it's the last one of the year it's all about anger management if you have a question then you'd like that you'd like to put to gavin then it's through the usual channels uh, which is the email studio at rivieradio.mc but you could also call in live on whatsapp plus three three six eight oh eight six nine five nine nine the best of the riviera is up next
The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home. Mainly fine, highs of 13 degrees in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and just 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region and this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 degrees in Marseille with clear skies. The out of tomorrow, fine, highs of 13 degrees. Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. The sun rose this morning at 7.48 and will set this evening at 4.53. The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. Good morning, seven minutes past eight o'clock. If you've just joined me, you're listening to the second hour of the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Coming up in a moment's time, we'll have this week's Woofer of the Week. And this hour, I'll be tailor- asking you whether you feel meh, as doctors have apparently invented a medical name for the emotion. And also, after nine o'clock, it's the last one of 2023. The Riviera Wellbeing Window is back. And Gavin Sharp uh, will be here taking your questions live in the studio about understanding and managing anger. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning to our listeners. How are you? Well, I think I'm not feeling meh, so that's a, that's a good sign. Um, and I was just thinking, I don't think I need to go somewhere warm this Christmas for <laughs> holiday. I'll just come to the Riviera Radio studio. Boy, it's hot in here. It's very hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you could experience it too, because I do sometimes feel I'm the only one experiencing it, and I'm moaning about it. But yes, the worst things happen at sea, as that's I say. That's true. And um, it's not going to make me angry. That's good. (laughs) What makes you angry? What makes me angry? Um, Or difficult questions on the radio? Um, No, what makes... I am... As I think I'll share during the show, I think I probably get angry several times a day because anger is a healthy emotion. Um, but what gets me angry um, sometimes, um, I think the segment when um, your boundaries crossed or feeling powerless. The last time I got really irritated was about a week ago. Um, and I came back, went to park my car. Someone's parked in my car parking space. So, um, <laughs> that and this just not. And in, and in the garage, there's not that much room to park anywhere whilst you kind of go upstairs to tell the concierge, where shall I park? So I thought, well, I can park in someone else's space when I go upstairs, but then I'm going to get shouted at. So I parked my car just outside, and then people were honking their horn because I was blocking them. And so... Um, did so you we, have it out with the person that had nicked well, your parking I did, I space? I didn't know. Um, I didn't know who it was. That's the thing, you see. So, concierge took a picture of the number plate and... Um, so right, if it is you, you can WhatsApp uh, plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine and apologise to Gavin live on air. <laughs> so these things happen. So what I want to talk about in today's show are yes, the things that get us angry um, when anger becomes unhealthy and it becomes rage, uh, and also you know we've I think we have this confusion that oh it's a bad emotion I, I I shouldn't get angry or I shouldn't teach my kids to be angry and one of the things I want to share. In today's show is actually it's not a mental health problem it's an emotion and it's about as logical as saying i don't want to feel happiness to say i don't want to feel anger so if we're all going to feel it 
what do we do with it? Great, can't wait. After nine o'clock, Gavin Sharp, if you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin, a studio at rivieradio.mc. And if you're feeling adventurous, you can either WhatsApp or just a message or a call in live on WhatsApp, plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Gavin, I can't wait. You'll be coming back after nine. You can make me a cup of coffee whilst you're waiting. On the way. <laughs> Oasis and Don't Look Back in Anger. Ten past eight. The Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. There's no anger here. Oh, not much. in anger. It's just gone a quarter past eight. Now, tomorrow we're kicking off the festive season with you in mind, and only you in mind, we're starting the 12 days of Christmas. And it's in partnership with the Monte Carlo SPM. Every day from tomorrow, during the Full English Breakfast Show, there will be a question. And each question will give you a chance to win a fantastic prize here in the Principality. So all you have to do is listen for the Christmas cue. When you hear the Christmas cue that can be played any time between 7 and 10 o'clock, you answer the question and you could be walking away with a wonderful Christmas surprise to spend here in the Principality. And now it's time for Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Riviera Radio. Good morning, Sarah. So today we have a four-month-old puppy looking for a new home. She is a black Labrador cross and she's called Ulani. She needs a calm, kind family with plenty of time and possibly a second dog who can show her the ropes and give her confidence. To become a balanced adult dog, a puppy needs a constant presence. You need to be there to steer them in the right direction. Reprimanding them hours later makes no sense at all to a dog. And so for that reason, she will only be placed with people who are mostly home and can meet her needs. In return, you get a young, affectionate dog just waiting to fit into your family and its routines. So if you are ready to take on that responsibility and you've been looking for a dog and you'd like to know more, then please call the refuge directly on 061957 and you can also visit their website 
at www.songcollierprovence.org. Speak to you next week. That was Woofer of the Week. For more details about this week's Woofer, go to the 106.5 Riviera Radio page on Facebook or our website at rivieraradio.mc. Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Woofiera Radio. Seventeen minutes past eight o'clock. It's time for this morning's finish the lyrics. It's over to you. If you think you know the answer, you can send it in by email, studio at rivieradio.mc. You can use the open mic on the Riviera Radio app to record uh, the f- lyrics, or you can record them or write them in or even call in on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. That's plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Here's this morning's finish the lyrics. If you change your mind take a chance, on the first in line, take a chance, take a chance, honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me. What comes next? <laughs> if you think you know, we'll have it once more. If you change your mind take a chance, on the first in line, take a chance, honey, I'm still free, take a chance on me. Abba, of course, and take a chance. What comes next? Studio at rivieradio.mc. Open mic on the Riviera Radio app. Or WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Just knowing what you're thinking And hearing how your day's been Do you think you can tell me everything, darling But leave out every part about him Right now you're probably by the ocean While I'm still out here in the rain Wish I could say it's something I really mean But I want you happy where the Lord is with me I wanna see, I wish that you never left Oh, but instead I only wish you the best And wish you the best. Uh, right, so come on then. <laughs> I think I've got a few. <laughs> oh, crikey, I'm going to have to do this again. Here we go, it's finishing the lyrics. Now, first up was Teo. So let's hear what Teo has to say, shall we? Let me just, I'll play you again the beginning of the lyrics to see whether you can sing along to it whilst you're in the car or sitting in a traffic jam. So this was this morning's Finish the Lyrics. If you change your mind Take a chance On the first in line Honey, I'm still free Take a chance on me If you need me, let me know 
Ah, if you need me, let me know. I think that is a winner. Uh, just to see if you need me, let me know, because I'll be around, came in from Andrew. Uh, thank you very much, Andrew. That was you. It came in second. And Sally, if you need me, let me know, going to be around. We got the if you need me, let me know, going to be around. Um, I think something came in from Jeff, but I'm not sure what you sent it in on, and I can't say. Ah, here we go. He said this is a complete, complete, complete guess. So what did Jeff come up with this uh, Wednesday morning? You can do the very best, that's no lie. <laughs> Not bad, Jeff, but I think that comes a little later in the song. So should we have it again? Here we go. Here was the, the question. Let's see if Theo was correct, because he was the first one up this morning uh, with the correct answer. I believe it to be the correct answer, but with me and my senior moments, I, I tend to forget what I'm doing as I'm doing it. So you never really know. Anything could happen. Here we go. If you change your mind Take a chance On the first in line Take a chance On the unsteel free Take a chance on me If you need me, let me know If you need me, let me know Gonna be around If you got no place to go When you're feeling down If you change your mind Take a chance on me. The answer to this morning's finish the lyrics. Congratulations to Theo, who was the first one up with the correct answer. And Theo, followed by Andrew and Sally. And the rest of you got it right. It was just Jeff that said, I'm just having a wild guess. It wasn't quite right. I'm sure those lyrics are in that song uh, somewhere, but that, those weren't the lyrics I was looking for this morning. We'll have more of finish uh, the lyrics tomorrow morning. And talking about taking a chance, that's all you'll have to do for the next 12 days on the Full English Breakfast Show, as we are giving away some fantastic prizes to be won in partnership with the SBM Monte Carlo here in the Principality. Every day from tomorrow, we will give away a prize. You have one question to answer. It'll be a different question every day, starting tomorrow, the 12 days of Christmas. And you send in the answer, and at the end of the show at 10 o'clock, all the answers will be put into a draw, and we will announce the announcing winner for that day. So what do you have to listen out for? You have to listen out for the Christmas queue. is the Christmas queue. So when you hear that, you're going to have the question read out to you and then you can put in, submit your answer and walk away with a fantastic prize every day from tomorrow for 12 days of Christmas. Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. 8.30, the new sports and weather is next. New laws active since September 29 affect Monaco-based civil law partnerships.
They mandate appointing a person through the Economic Development Department responsible for basic and beneficial ownership information. Registration via specific forms is free, directed to the Economic Development Department. More details and dedicated forms are available at www.morenentreprise.gov.mc Section Responsible for Information What about a bit of originality in your gift ideas this Christmas? Then think of the Comptoir Irlandais. We offer a wide range of authentic products at the Comptoir Irlandais. You'll find the best of both Ireland and Great Britain, from whiskies, rums and beers, to the famous Irish jumper, all the way through teas, jams and rugby jerseys. There's something for everyone. The Comptoir Irlandais is happy to welcome you at 25 Avenue Notre-Dame in Nice. We look forward to seeing you soon. Excited for the slopes? Valberg has you covered. Until the 15th of December, revel in a 20% discount on your four-season ski passes. From downhill to cross-country skiing, plus unrestricted access to the pool and bike park. Discover Valberg's year-round magic. Secure your pass and find out more at pass.valberg.com. Pesca by La Terrasse Restaurant, located on the rooftop of the Meridian Nice Hotel, offers a breathtaking view of the Baie des Anges and welcomes you every day for lunch. Our chef creates weekly menu suggestions based on seasonal produce. Discover our weekly menu featuring a starter and a main course for only 36 euros. Book online at laterrasse-nice.com. Discover L'Atelier Francais, a 150-square-meter boutique tea room celebrating the French art de vivre in the heart of charming Vence. Explore our curated selection of original, local, and ethically crafted gift ideas for the whole family, all 100% made in France. Visit l'atelierfrancais.net to experience the essence of French living. The local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco. Probably the best real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 8.32. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. France's Minister of Education, Gabrielle Attel, has said that there is a national emergency to raise the level of students. Attel comments follow the publication of a report which points to a severe decline in the level of education of young people in France, particularly in subjects such as mathematics and reading comprehension. Attel calls for a strengthening of fundamental knowledge with plans to introduce next year certain measures. These would include the decision for a child who fell a year to have to repeat it, referred to as a redoublement, will be left solely up to the team of teachers and will no longer allow families to have the last word. In addition, there would be the possibility to offer courses to certain students during the holidays, an opportunity to not have to repeat a year. Attel also wants to continue work on primary schools, announcing an overhaul of programmes from nursery to CE2. As similar changes would be carried out on CM1 and CM2 students from the beginning of the 2025 school year. The Minister of National Education also announced, as of today, the creation of the Higher Programme Council, uh, to which he set several objectives, including the introduction of real progress goals. Gabrielle Attel also asks that these programmes give more space to general culture. Finally, to tackle the problem of mathematics, he said that from the start of the 2024 school year, France will adopt the Singapore method, which has proven itself throughout 
the world and which involves teaching fractions and decimal numbers from CE1 class, which is for seven to eight-year-olds. Finally, in high school, from the 2025-2026 school year, a new mathematical and scientific culture test will be added to the baccalaureate programme for general and technological first-year students. In local news, the French government has announced plans to enforce more controls on the construction sites of the valleys behind Nice following the devastation caused by Storm Alex. Following a council meeting with the Minister of Ecological Transition and elected officials on Tuesday, the minister announced that exceptional reconstruction funds will be mobilised in 2024 and 2025 in order to finalise current projects. An independent design office would also be mandated to carry out checks, uh, guaranteeing the quality of the work. Uh, this comes following several construction sites in the Vesubi Valley, uh, which are currently under investigation for the embezzlement of public funds. As part of a major anti-drug operation in Nice, eight people have been arrested and taken taken into police custody. The investigation, which opened on September the 14th, saw police raid different districts of the city on Tuesday, with searches leading to the seizure of approximately 188 kilos of cannabis, 17 kilos of cocaine, as well as a sum of 492,000 euros in cash, two handguns and a shotgun. Those arrested are being questioned by the police and could be kept in custody for a maximum of four days. According to a recent study, two in five French people plan to give a second-hand gift this Christmas. For financial or environmental reasons, more and more French people are considering giving second-hand presents at Christmas. That's according to an IFOP study full of bon coin, formerly frowned upon or considered stingy. Uh, the practice is now rather acceptable, with 83% of people who have received a second-hand gift saying they have not been disappointed. The study also showed that the Christmas shopping frenzy is losing ground as the French reject the excesses are changing their purchasing behaviour as well as their attitude towards the festive season. The Mercantour's ski resorts have confirmed that they will be opening to the public from this weekend. Oran, Saint-Dalmas and Isla de Mille had been due to open last weekend, but this was delayed due to the lack of snow. With an abundance of snow falling this week, the resort's ski lifts will be operating from this coming Saturday. A sailboat from the film Napoleon by Ridley Scott will be stopping in the port of Toulon. The King Star, an impressive replica of an 18th century ship, appears several times in Ridley Scott's film and has arrived on the region's coastline. The ship was built in 1996 for a British television series and was subsequently regularly used in other films. Finally, who wants to be a millionaire? As the jackpot of 218 million euros on Tuesday has not been won and will therefore roll over to this Friday with 240 million euros up for grabs and making it the largest sum ever put into play in a euro million draw. Uh, well, it has been won, only I didn't play the numbers that I did on Friday with a group of friends, so I'm going to be really popular. On Tuesday, no player chose the winning numbers. 4, 6, 20, 24, 25 and the two stars 5 and nine. In France, three players had the five correct numbers but only one lucky star. Uh, they still won nearly €150,000. However, please note that the chances of winning these jackpots remains uh, limited. A player has approximately one chance in £140 million of winning the jackpot compared to the risk of being bitten by a shark, which is one in five million. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates' Knight Frank Monaco, who wish you 
a very happy holiday. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, England have thrashed Scotland 6-0 in their final Women's Nations League group match, but it was not enough to top the table after the Netherlands scored two injury-time goals against Belgium to deny them in a dramatic finish. It means the Dutch are through to the Nations League semi-finals, and as a result of England's exit, Team GB now will not be in the Paris 2024 Olympics football competition. On Tuesday, in the Premier League, Wolves beat Burnley 1-0, and Luton lost at home to Arsenal 4-3 in the Premier League this evening with an 8.30pm kickoff French time Brighton are at home to Brentford Crystal Palace play Bournemouth Fulham face Nottingham Forest Sheffield United are at home to Liverpool and with a quarter past nine kickoff this evening French time Aston Villa play Man City and Manchester United are at home to Chelsea and Argentina and Inter Miami forward Lionel Messi has been named Times Magazine's Athlete of the Year Messi joined Miami in July and scored 11 goals in 14 games in all competitions to help them lift the League Cup, their first ever trophy. The 36-year-old also won the Ballon d'Or for the eighth time in October. Finally in cricket, in an attempt to avoid the negativity on social media, England's Harry Brook has deleted all his social media apps. The 24-year-old made a superb start in international cricket, playing starring roles in test cricket and winning the T20 World Cup in November 2022. He said he's been off social media for a while and that he thinks it's helped his game. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, European Parliament and the member states of the European Union have announced an agreement to end the destruction of new unsold clothing and to strengthen the echo design of many consumer goods so that they are easier to repair, maintain and recycle. Now, the new legislation proposed by the European Commission back in March 2022 sets new requirements in the design of products to limit their impact on the environment, make them more reliable, reusable and repairable but also easier to recycle and more efficient in terms of, re- terms of resources consumed. Among the new measures, the destruction of unsold clothing and shoes will be prohibited. The measure will take effect two years after the law comes into force. A six-year period is granted to medium-sized companies, while small companies will be exempt. Uh, furthermore, large companies will have to reveal each year the volume of products discarded and provide explanations to justify this practice in the hope of encouraging them to give it up. Uh, Motor vehicles are excluded uh, from the new legislation as they are already covered by specific regulations. Uh, European employers have welcomed the agreement reached on Tuesday, but rather worried about new administrative uh, red tape. However, the text negotiated for several months by the EU will now still have to be formally approved by MEPs and by the member states. Supermarket chains Intermarché and Auchan have announced their merger with the aim to create the first French purchasing centre. In a press release on Tuesday, the two brands said they wished to form an alliance on the purchase of consumer fruit, food products from major national brands, but also on the purchase of non-food products. Uh, the pro- project aims to create the first French purchasing centre in order to best defend the interests of consumers. 
and K-pop superstars Blackpink have renewed their agency contract as a group, ensuring that the quartet will continue to perform together. It follows months of contract negotiations, which have left millions of fans around the world on edge. In a statement, YG Entertainment said an exclusive contract for group activities based on strong trust has been signed and Blackpink formed in 2016 and have become the world's biggest K-pop girl group. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Coast air is up to 12 miles, 20 miles offshore. The outmarried team and the VAR uh, a lot cooler than it is in here. The general situation, a depression of 1,011 millibars. A winds are variable, force 2 to 4. Uh, the sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for San Juan Capra is 1,011 millibars. For North Corsica, a winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for Cap Course, 1,011 millibars. The weather forecast is brought to you by Monoclean. At your service for 35 years, the sanitation, hygiene and waste management expert in Monaco. We thank you for your trust and confidence in our services. Find us on monoclean.com. Mainly fine. Highs of 13 degrees in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region and this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 degrees in Marseille with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow, fine. Highs of 13 degrees. Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. Finally... If it's a feeling that you can't quite put your finger on, uh, you don't feel happy, but you're not desperately sad either. And you can even crack a smile. Uh, you just feel a bit meh. It's a term that's becoming increasingly popular on social media as Generation Z search for words to describe their nondescript feelings. Now, on TikTok, for example, videos using the hashtag #HowToStopFeelingMur have a combined 13.4 million views. Well, if they stop looking at how to stop feeling mur, maybe they wouldn't feel mur. Uh, though it could be a form of this from the sun going down earlier or the approaching of the holiday holiday season, many uh, aren't sure what's behind the feeling. But it turns out doctors finally have a name for it. It is, in fact, a form of depression, apparently affecting millions of Americans. According to experts, the condition is persistent depressive disorder, a form of chronic depression that is usually mild and lasts for at least two years. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc. You can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. It's just gone quarter to nine after nine o'clock. It's the well-being window with Gavin Sharp. We'll be telling you how you can manage your anger. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin, a studio at rivieradio.mc or you can uh, WhatsApp me on plus three three six zero eight eight six zero nine five nine nine. Stevie Wonder. 
and sign seal delivered. <laughs> oversized white puffer jackets and just kind of, I don't know what they were quite doing in that video. But yes, that was their only number one song in the UK singles chart and the Christmas number one of 1994 that didn't, surprisingly enough, mention Christmas. Yes, East 17 there with Stay Another Another Day. Uh, it's just coming up to nine o'clock. We have the news live from the BBC and the next hour, of course, will be the last of 2023's Riviera Wellbeing Window. Gavin Sharp is joining me live in the studio. We're talking how to manage your anger and is unhealthy, is anger unhealthy or can it be healthy at times? If you have a question, studio at rivieradio.mc or you can, I was about to say MC me, no, you can WhatsApp me at plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Revitalize your driving experience with Mercedes at Buy My Car. Enjoy an exclusive 25% off select ready-to-go vehicle. A-Class, GLC, EQS, AMG GT, and more. But hurry up. This offer ends on the 15th of December, 2023. Find out more at buymycar.fr and drive away in style. Visit us today to elevate your journey with Mercedes at Buy My Car on the central square of Cap Tuamil in Villeneuve-Loubet and Cannes. Six minutes past nine o'clock. It's the Riviera Wellbeing Window. We're discussing understanding and managing anger. Is anger unhealthy or healthy? Why do some of us seem to get angry for no reason? Is road rage connected to anger or just bad drivers? Are we all much angrier these days or does it just seem that way? And what does healthy anger look like? Send in your questions, studio at rivieradio.mc or you can WhatsApp me on plus three three six eight zero eight six nine five nine nine. Gavin Sharp will be up after the Rolling Stones and angry. One.
and welcome to the last edition of the Riviera Wellbeing Window of 2023. I'm joined by Gavin Sharp and we are discussing, discussing, or we're discussing rather, understanding and managing anger. Now, Gavin, you mentioned earlier on, uh, just after eight o'clock, an incident that made you angry mm. uh, concerning your car park space being taken. Uh, maybe you could also how you define anger just to start us all off how do you define anger absolutely and and good morning again to to you and our listeners um i think with anger we so often misunderstand what anger is and we tell ourselves that we shouldn't be angry um and i think we often assume anger is when someone behaves in a way that you know i pick up my mobile phone and I throw it across the room. It's something that I do that should, shouldn't, it's not acceptable. And that's what we assume anger is. And actually, I'd say that's not anger. That's a consequence of me experiencing anger. So for me, anger is a natural response. It's a natural response to being treated unfairly, maybe a boundary being crossed, maybe feeling frustrated or feeling attacked. And a a really good way to think about it is when you think about babies, you know, infants who don't yet have their vocabulary. And what does a baby do? A baby's protesting. Why is that baby protesting? Because they want something to be put right in their environment. And that's what anger is. Anger, if you think about all the marches that have been going on at the moment around, you know, the the awful political situation that we're living in, that's a bunch of people who are experiencing anger. And there's something healthy there because it's motivating us. It's one of the few emotions that has this energy. It motivates us to put something right. Um, It will help us identify things that might be hurting us. Um, Maybe it will um, help me defend myself. So anger is a healthy emotion. Um, It gets a little complicated because much of what we feel is anger but actually it's hidden, so we don't actually realize we're angry. And sometimes anger hides other emotions. But for now, really what I want to get across is for people who say, well, I never get angry, or I don't like being angry. As I said just after eight o'clock, that's a bit like saying I don't like being joyful, or I don't want to feel happy. You can't, it's an emotion. Hold on a minute. I know people that are really grumpy that don't want to be joyful and they never will be. Why are you looking at me like that when you say that? (laughs) Grumpy and irritability is on that spectrum. Uh, So we might talk about irritability and grumpiness, yeah. Okay, so that's your definition of anger. Uh, When does it then become a problem? I mean, you just touched on, you know, people uh, maybe showing their anger, which can be a good thing. But when does anger become a problem? So I think anger is a problem when it's uncontrolled. When I look at my anger and I think this is not having a good effect on my work, this is having an impact, a negative impact on my relationships. Um, When someone tells me and it breaks my heart and unfortunately it happens so often and someone says, yeah, you know, he's angry at home and the kids get scared. 
um, that's a real sign. You know, when your kids are frightened of you, there is something in your household or in you that is um, not being expressed in a healthy way. Um, I've known someone who said, I can't go there to eat. I can't go to that restaurant. Why not? Well, I was banned from there because of how I behaved last time. So when you start seeing that you've been banned from certain places, um, when you use alcohol or drugs to cope with anger. So I think that, you know, anger, we really don't want to be angry for lots of reasons. It's linked to um, bad mental health, physical health, high blood pressure heart attacks, diabetes, if we've got this constant state of anger. So it's recognizing that anger can contribute to our mental health problems. Um, and it can also be a symptom of other mental health problems. So when it's uncontrolled, again, simple example, just give on the mobile phone. I can lose my mobile phone. I can be irritated. I might curse under my breath. Um, but if I start sort of pushing things around or throwing items of furniture or that's a sign that yeah this is this is not a healthy expression of my anger okay and you mentioned like if you had been banned from a restaurant can your anger not be because sometimes it can be unjustified and can that not then create a, a quite a just if it's if you've been hard dumped if you think that it wasn't right not maybe because you got angry whatever the reason was could that not then justify as uh, healthy anger or not? If it's a question of you thinking it's the, it's I was right, they were wrong, or vice versa. Yes. So there's there's nothing wrong in I'm feeling angry. I don't. Let's give an example of the restaurant. Maybe I've sent my my, my food back three times and it's still cold. Maybe the waiter was rude. Mm. It's okay for me to be angry. But if I've been banned, the chances are that I kicked up a fuss. I was abusive, I acted out that anger, and once I'm starting to do that, that's not a that's not a healthy behavior. So we all have a choice. We have to recognize this is anger and it's okay. And I might want to say to the maitre d, I'm feeling angry. This is a lovely restaurant. I've sent my food back three times. Mm. If you're unable to give me my food, um, in the way I'd like it, I'm, I'm going to leave the restaurant. That's a healthy expression of anger. But, you know, throwing all of the, the plates and cups and all over the place and having a hissy fit, um, we're starting to move away from a healthy expression to something that's a bit more rageful. Okay, and what about the different forms of hidden anger? Keeping with that example, maybe, because it's quite a good one. If you take the example of someone who is unhappy with a service in a restaurant and can be quite the opposite and say, oh, oh, crikey, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to upset anyone. And you, you're the one paying the bill. You're the one paying for a service. and But you're not going to want to say anything uh, because mm -hmm. you're maybe hiding inside, you're bubbling inside, thinking I'm not going to come back here or, or whatever you're thinking through the anger and you're hiding your anger. Is it, is it better to then do that? So I would say as a therapist, I would say it's just as bad to repress, suppress your anger as it is to act it out. And so, and much of this then comes to what we learned about anger growing up. And I'm just as, um, 
I was going to say disturbed. I can't find a better word. I'm just as disturbed when someone sits in the therapy room and says, yeah, I grew up in a household where I was told not to complain. And usually that anger is going to come out in a different way that's just as unhealthy. So, for example, um, we often talk about, and it, we, we, one of our questions later is going to be on, on depression. Um, you know, we talk about depression being anger-turned inwards. Um, sometimes because I haven't been able to express myself, uh, I haven't been able to get my needs met, that goes on for long enough, that anger actually is depression. Um, we all know someone that plays the victim. Um, people who play the victim are really angry because um, it's, it's almost like, you know, woe is me, poor me. That gives me permission to be angry. Now, in fairness, sometimes something bad has happened to that person and there might have been a trauma and they may genuinely have once been a victim. But if I walk around for the rest of my life with that as an identity badge, um, that's not healthy. Um, I'll give you a couple of other brief examples of how anger is hidden. Um, people who self-sabotage, people who got a great job and then at some point, or relationship, I don't really deserve this. And what they're really doing when they then make sure they get fired or they make sure the relationship ended. I was actually reading last night about... Um, I think as I was watching Graham Norton last week, and Julia Roberts was dating Matthew Perry. Mm. And Matthew Perry, um, according to his, I haven't read his autobiography, and he said, I ended the relationship with her after several months because I adored her so much. I thought she was too good for me. And with no explanation, and she never understood why, I ended, I self-sabotaged the relationship. That's an example of anger turned inwards. Um, and one last example, um, you know, I did a lot of, lot of work with people with addictions. And addiction is very often they're the people who, as kids, didn't know where to take their anger. I must avoid it. So instead they find other ways that are detrimental to themselves because most addicts are causing their own lives havoc, their relationships get destroyed. But there's so much anger. So Always when I'm in the therapy room and I'm working with someone, I'm always asking the question, if it's not evident, I'm wondering where your anger is. And the quieter they are, and the more calm they are, the more curious I am. Well, hold on a minute. You haven't left me a chance to speak, so let me speak Go first. Go no, 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 I meant as someone would think it's You said show. the quieter yes. they are. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I was worried you were thinking. You see? <laughs> you see? Yeah, it's, it's too early, you see. <laughs> okay, so... And, and, and in all of that, do you think that, well, you've explained the, the hidden anger, but could, can we be angry for no obvious reason? I think there's always, I think there's always a reason. There's always a stimulus. There's always a trigger that something has happened. And it's usually based on one of three things. It's usually based on... Um, uh, childhood. So, as I just said, what did you learn? Did you learn that it's okay to act out your behaviour? Did you learn that you shouldn't complain? Um, it's past experiences. Maybe I was bullied at school. Um, or maybe I'm under a lot of stress currently. But somewhere there, there is a foundation that is going to make that trigger um, 
make that stimulus trigger me. Um, so yes, there will always be something. So again, I've given an example of a client just before we, we take some listener questions. Um, call my client Fred. Fred grew up with a very um, angry alcoholic father and he was terrified of the anger. And now as an adult, he's afraid of his own anger. And he will do anything in his relationship to avoid being angry. But then as I say to him, so where's your anger gone? It's inside you, it's in your body. So I think there is always a context and a reason for our anger. Okay, well, uh, taking just before we have a break for the new sport and weather, uh, first listener email in this morning says, Hello, Gavin. Hi, Sarah. I hope this fits the topic. Anger management. I think I have a bit uh, difficulties rather the other way round. It takes really a lot to make me angry. I remember that my last English teacher at school, must have been back in 1989, she said I would explode one day being calm all the time. So far that hasn't happened and I don't think it ever will. My question, is it a good thing becoming angry and if can, one can learn that. Can one learn that? Uh, for me, angry people are uncivilized people. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Well, without wanting to criticize a listener, I think there's an element of it that perhaps is wrong, but it's what we get conditioned. We get conditioned to believe that the emotion of feeling angry is wrong. And as I said before, what we do with it is wrong. And I think people who have this. Um, have been told not to express their anger, it will come out, my guess is, in other ways. I'm a people pleaser. Um, I've got low self-esteem. So I would say to the person who's written in, um, just just note that. Be, be wary of the fact that it's like saying I don't feel joy. Somewhere there, there are things that you will feel angry about. How you can practice it is just practice being assertive. Practice saying I feel angry when and and you can start with something that's really small that's irritated you um but i think the teacher was onto something when she said one day um you might explode and and very often people who like this listener don't want to feel anger deep down they're also really fearful of their anger i had a client say to me recently but if i was to feel my anger if i was to lean into this i don't know what would happen um, and usually, I would say what will happen is nowhere near as bad as what will happen if you don't express it. Okay, so for you, everybody has anger. Correct. Right. Everyone has anger. And so in the situation where you might consider yourself to be uh, quite a calm, easygoing person, that can be dangerous because it might suddenly bubble over and... Exactly. Yeah, and and you're that. also not getting your needs met because when something makes you angry um, and you're not able to acknowledge it, there's a part of you that isn't being seen. There's a part of you that isn't being acknowledged. And actually, anger, as I said before, anger is a... We're wired to be able to feel angry. It's a form of self-protection. So we need to know when to speak up for ourselves, when to defend ourselves, and when to say, hey, that's not acceptable behaviour. That's a version of expressing my anger, and it's doing it in a healthy way. 
Okay, well, we'll fit in one more question from a listener because we've got quite a few to get through before 10 o'clock. Uh, morning. I'm looking forward to this show today. I get angry with my six-year-old daughter and then I feel awful. I don't do anything bad to her, obviously, but I know I should be setting a better example. How can I better manage my anger and be a better mum? I'm guessing that me sitting in the garden with a gin and tonic while she has a temper tantrum is <laughs> maybe not the best idea and not what uh, Gavin would recommend. Uh, P.S. It works for me. Well, I don't know, a healthy gin and tonic whilst your kid's <laughs> having a tantrum. Um, I do think there's a parent out there that won't relate to that example because kids push parents' buttons. Um, and I would say that very often when a parent comes into the therapy room and says, I'm angry, it's not always anger, which we'll talk about a bit after the news, but sometimes it's, it's, it's sometimes actually guilt. So it's anger and guilt. So I had a client who was sort of was so angry because their child had forgotten it was, I can't remember what it was now, it was show and tell. And um, the parent had said the night before, we'll get everything ready to take in for the next day. And then they're in the car pulling up outside the school gates and child had forgotten what it is that they were supposed to bring in. And she said, I was so angry. And then I shouted at little Johnny and I felt, and, um, and then she said, and I felt guilty because it's my responsibility oh. and I should have got in the car and said to my whatever it was nine-year-old son um actually you have you got what you need for today so what was also there was recognizing that very often I think it goes with the territory as a parent it's very often guilt so it's recognizing both emotions um Joking aside, if that's what you do, if you're not over, you know, drinking to numb your feelings, um, you need to do something. We'll talk about some anger techniques, but to manage your anger, but also wreck and have some self-compassion because that to me is about guilt. I feel I've let my child down and it's made me angry. And sometimes once we understand what that secondary emotion is, we relax a bit more. I get it now. It's my guilt. I feel bad I've let little Johnny down. Okay, well, I know. I don't know whether this is the right thing to do, but when, yeah. I mean, Charlotte, she's lovely now, but she did used to have lots of ta- temper tantrums when she was younger. Oh, she's not like her mother, then. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I was awful. I brought Harrods <laughs> to a standstill wanting to push the buggy up the escalator, and Charlotte brought a plane to a standstill while we were going to a wedding in, in Ireland. But what I, when she started these temper tantrums, I used to do the same thing as her, which would actually make her stop and look at me and go, my goodness, what are you doing? <laughs> and she never did them again. That was it. It was just... I'd love to have been a fly on the wall on the aeroplane seeing Sarah if Lysett start... and Charlotte both <laughs> jumping up and down, banging on the exactly. window. Exactly. If you play them at their own game, they, they suddenly stop and look again. <laughs> you look really weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, 9.30, the new sports and weather is next. The English Breakfast Show is brought to you by Air France. Fly to spectacular destinations around the world. The Air France network accompanies you at every step of your travel cravings to make sure there is no location you cannot reach. Elegance is a journey. Air France. Go to airfrance.fr or in your local travel agency. Truche Location is now Lutem. Nothing changes but the name. 
Find Lutam, your local car rental company for all types of cars, trucks and minibuses in Golfe Juan, Mougins, Grasse, Saint Laurent du Var and Nice Airport and on the internet at lutam.fr. Now, for you professionals and individuals, only one address for your next rentals. Lutam, L-U-T-A-M. Book your next vehicle in three clicks. Lutam.fr. Chef d'entreprise, cadre dirigeant, l'UPE06 organise pour vous les entrepreneuriales, salon des services aux entreprises sur le thème de l'inclusion, source de performance durable pour l'entreprise. Plus de 110 exposants, conférences, tables rondes, animations. Profitez de ce salon pour choisir vos prestataires de services, enrichir votre réseau et donner du tonus à votre entreprise. Les entrepreneuriales, jeudi 7 décembre 2023, de 9h à 18h, Stade de Nice, Alliance Riviera. Inscription gratuite et obligatoire sur www.entrepreneurial.com. Treat yourself to an exceptional shopping experience at Metropole Shopping Monte Carlo, a haven of luxury in the heart of the Principality. This year, Metropole Shopping invites you to discover an English Christmas to the delight of old and young. Open seven days a week. Find out more at metropoleshoppingmontecarlo.com. The British School of Monaco is family-run with a strong sense of moral purpose. Well-being is at the heart of everything we do. Admissions are open for ages 5 to 11 and lower secondary. To jump aboard, visit britishschool.mc. The local news brought to you by Knight Frank Monaco. Probably the best real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 9.32. I'm Sarah Lysett reporting. The French government has announced plans to enforce more controls on the construction sites of the valleys behind Nice following the devastation caused by Storm Alex. Following a council meeting with the Minister of Ecological Transition and elected officials on Tuesday, the minister announced that exceptional reconstruction funds will be mobilised in 2024 and 2025 in order to finalise current projects. An independent design office will also be mandated to to carry out checks in 2024, guaranteeing the quality of the work. Uh, this comes following several construction sites in the Vesubi uh, Valley, uh, which are currently under investigation for the embezzlement of public funds. In other local news, as part of a major anti-drug operation in Nice, eight people have been arrested and taken into police custody. The investigation, which opened on September the 14th, uh, saw police raid at different districts of the city on Tuesday, with searches uh, leading to the seizure of approximately 188 kilos of cannabis, 17 kilos of cocaine, as well as the sum of €492,000 in cash, two handguns and a shotgun. Uh, those arrested are being questioned by the police and could be be kept in custody for a maximum of four days. According to a recent study, two in five French people plan to give a second-hand gift this Christmas. For financial or environmental reasons, more and more French people are considering giving second-hand presents at Christmas, according to an IFOP study for the Bon Coin. Formerly frowned upon or considered stingy, the practice is now acceptable with 83% of people who have received a second-hand gift saying they have not been disappointed. 
and there won't be any disappointment this weekend for those of you that want to go skiing as the Mercantile Ski Resorts have confirmed that they'll be open to the public from this weekend. Oran, Saint-Dalmaz and Isla de Mille had been due to open last weekend uh, but this was delayed due to the lack of snow. With an abundance of snow falling this week, uh, the resorts uh, ski lifts will be operating from this coming Saturday. Finally, who wants to be a millionaire? Well, as the jackpot of 218 million euros on Tuesday has not been won, uh, therefore, a rollover on this Friday will offer 240 million euros, uh, making it the largest sum ever put into play in a euro million draw. However, don't forget that the chances of winning these jackpots remains limited. A player has approximately one chance in 140 million of winning the jackpot compared to the risk of being bitten by a shark, which is one in five million. The local news is brought to you by Balkan Estates Knight Frank Monaco, who wish you a very happy holiday. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, England have thrashed Scotland 6-0 in their final Women's Nations League group match, but it was not enough to top the table after the Netherlands scored two injury-time goals against Belgium to deny them a dramatic finish. Uh, it means uh, the Dutch are through to the Nations League semi-finals, and as a result of England's exit, Team GB will now uh, not be in Paris uh, for the 2024 Olympics football competition. On Tuesday in the Premier League, Wolves beat Burnley 1-0 and Luton lost at home to Arsenal 4-3. In the Premier League this evening, with an 8.30pm kick-off French time, Brighton are at home to Brentford, Crystal Palace play Bournemouth, Fulham face Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United are at home to Liverpool, and with a quarter past 9pm kick-off French time, Aston Villa play Man City and Manchester United are at home to Chelsea. Finally in cricket, in an attempt to avoid the negativity of social media, England's Harry Brook has deleted all his social media apps. Uh, the 24-year-old, who made a superb start to international cricket, playing starring roles in Test Cricket and winning the T20 World Cup in November of 2022, uh, said he's been off social media for a while and that he thinks that it has helped his game. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, the European Parliament and the member states of the European Union have announced an agreement to end the destruction of new unsold clothing and to strengthen the eco design of many consumer goods so that they are easier to repair, maintain and recycle. Now, the measure will take effect two years after the law comes into force. Uh, however, uh, they say that large companies will have to reveal each year the volume of products discarded and provide explanations to justify this practice. That's in the hope of encouraging them to give it up. And motor vehicles are excluded from the new legislation as they are already covered by specific regulations. Uh, European employers welcome the agreement reached on Tuesday while worrying about new administrative uh, red tape. Supermarket chains Intermarché and Auchan have announced their merger with the aim to create the first French purchasing centre. In a press release on Tuesday, the two brands said they wished to form an alliance on the purchase of consumer food, food products from major national brands, but also on the purchase of non-food products. Uh, the project aims to create the first French purchasing centre in order to best defend the interests of consumers. 
And finally, K-pop superstars Blackpink have renewed their agency contract as a group, ensuring that the quartet will continue to perform together. And this follows months of contract negotiations, which have left millions of fans around the world on edge. In a statement, YG Entertainment said an exclusive contract for group activities based on strong trust has been signed. A Blackpink formed in 2016 and have become the world's biggest K-pop girl group. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 this is Riviera Radio with the latest English and international job opportunities available right now on the Riviera Radio job line. Cote d'Azur Villas is looking for an operations manager to join their rental team in their Sophia Antipolis office. He or she will be in charge of all housekeeping operations to ensure a smooth 2024 rental season. You should be fluent in French and English, ideally with a background in hotel, property management or yachting. The position is full-time, starting in January 2024. If interested, please send your CV to employment at cdvillas.com. Riviera Radio is looking for an experienced presenter and journalist. The role involves presenting music-based programming using a range of industry-standard software and writing news and features. Fluent English, ideally to native standard, is required, along with fluent or strong French. You'll have a can-do attitude and be committed to helping Riviera Radio build its audience on a number of platforms. To apply, please send your CV and letter of motivation to Paul Kavanagh at rivieraradio.mc. Finally, a job wanted is your home or garden in need of loving care. A German on the coach for 22 years takes loving care of your property as a caretaker, guardian, gardener, fleet, pool service, chauffeur, and also as a passionate cook. As a carpenter, he also does almost all repairs. For more information, please email contact at kugler.pro. That's K-U-G-L-E-R. Contact at kugler.pro or call 0780-461415. Full details are available on our website, rivieraradio.mc. And to place an advert in Jobline, please contact 00377-9797-9475. This is Riviera Radio, keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide. One of the staples of the Monaco festive calendar is happening this coming Saturday, the 9th of December. There's a performance of Handel's Messiah at St. Paul's Church on Avenue de Grande Bretagne in Monaco. Tickets are 30 euros and are available at FNAC or by reservation on 0683532350 or by sending an email to ristrettovoices06 at gmail.com. The Monaco Christmas Village is just about to get underway. 2023 has been a year of commemoration of the 100th anniversary of the birth of Prince Rainier III. And this year, the theme of the Christmas Village is Rainier III, Passionate Prince, is taking place on the port of Monaco from Thursday, 7th of December, which is the same day as the start of the Principality's Christmas illuminations. Amongst the 800 natural fir trees that will decorate the village, there'll be seven rides, including a Ferris wheel, a toboggan run, a Christmas tree merry-go-round, as well as three new 
new attractions, Flying Chairs, a child's roller coaster and Santa's sleigh. And there are lots of food delicacies to enjoy as well as stores selling gifts. The Christmas Village runs right through until the 7th of January. It's open every day from 11am to 10pm, but closes on Christmas Eve at 7pm and on New Year's Eve at 2am. More details on Marie.mc. Christmas services are getting underway at the English language churches on the Riviera. Monaco Christian Fellowship have their Christmas service this coming Sunday, the 10th of December at 5pm. You can find the church just behind the casino supermarkets on Rue Louis Natari on the port of Monaco. Everybody's very welcome to attend. Refreshments will be served after the concert. Details can be found on their website, monacochristianfellowship.com. And you can find details of all those events and many more in the What's On section of our website, rivieraradio.mc. And if you're organising an event you'd like to be featured in the guide, just send an email to the usual address, wog at rivieraradio.mc. The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home. Mainly fine. Highs of 13 degrees in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 in Marseille with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow, fine with highs of 13 degrees. Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. It's just coming up to quarter to ten, Riviera Wellbeing. We're discussing with Gavin Sharp, anger management. When is anger healthy or unhealthy? Uh, just moving on swiftly with a couple more questions, Gavin, because it's referring to when you mentioned the road rage. And uh, they said, I hope we have time to fit this one in. As Gavin mentioned road rage uh, during the intro, I had to write in. Uh, my father is always angry at the wheel. It's rare for us to have a car journey without him rudely gesturing at other drivers, cursing or honking his horn. He swears it's the French drivers who don't indicate and change lanes without warning. He nearly crashed by the ISM the other day. Crikey, that will set him back a few bob <laughs> with all the nice cars that pull up outside the ISM uh, because he was too busy shouting out the window at another driver and then driving too close to their car. So please, Gavin, who is in the wrong? The entire French population or my father? I could, I could get myself into trouble here. Um, I think that, um, dare I say it, your father, um, I think road rage is really interesting because there's something that happens to all of us. And if we're being honest, most of us can relate on some level to getting angry in the car. And it's, it always reminds me of being an, an online troll. There's something that we think that the world doesn't really see us and it gives us permission to behave in a way that's inappropriate because I'm in my little bubble and I'm safe. Um, and so I think, and lots of people who are predisposed to anger will drive more um, aggressively 
aggressively, erratically, so, erratically. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the way to that's the way uh, to describe it. So I think that what we have to try to do, if possible, and it's really difficult, but what I have found is that speaking from my own experience as well as working with clients, if you know that you are prone to road rage, try to leave early. Very often, I know that if I'm in a rush, then someone not indicating will irritate me. And if I'm relaxed because I'm not in a rush, it won't irritate me. So if you know you're prone, you try and leave as early as possible. Try and know your triggers. Is it that someone who drives too slow? Is it that people don't indicate? Um, try to play soothing music in the car. Um, but really recognize that if this is a place where you get angry, you do need to do some work on it because it's not appropriate and it's a danger to other drivers. But recognize that driving can be stressful. I mean, there's so many mopeds that we all know. We go in the rush hour and, you know, and I find it very difficult to not get irritated. But as we were saying before the news, what I choose to do with my anger, that's the key. Now, just like you mentioned at the beginning, you said, are we much angrier these days or does it just seem that way? Road rage, for example, would be one thing I think that has kind of got blown out of proportion because I, I don't know, but I would have thought my experience is that before where you might have just, I don't know, shook your fist at somebody. Well, now people actually take it to extreme lengths to, to express their anger, stopping the car, getting out of the car, yep. punches are thrown, even worse things can happen. Why do you think that's something new? I think it probably is something new and someone will probably contradict me, but I think I read somewhere that the number of road rage cases, severe cases, especially in America, where it leads to shootings, is going up. And I think it is a symptom that we are angrier. We're living through very stressful times. Probably driving on the roads is more stressful. There's more traffic, there's more cyclists, there's more mopeds. So there's a combination of factors. So we just need to be aware of that. And yes, look, reading the news, I can be angry when I got to the end of the, reading the news if I haven't calmed myself down and I've got into the car. Um, what am I going to do with that anger? So yes, I think it probably is growing and it's not, it's not a healthy expression of our anger. Okay, well, I hope that answers your question. And uh, if not, maybe invest in a chauffeur. No? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sarah's available. <laughs> yeah, yeah I do like driving. I'd yep. be quite good. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> Hi, Sarah and Gavin. I've been married for almost 20 years. I cannot remember a time when my husband was not angry at someone or something. He's a very loving husband and father, but we have lived on the edge of his anger, never quite knowing what will set him off. It's not easy for me to describe because he isn't aggressive, but he has never not been angry. I'm not sure if this makes any sense but are some people just born angry or do they stay this way? I think we... Oh, no. do they stay this way? Sorry, yeah. they're born this way and do they stay this way? We're not born this way. I think there is... We can be predisposed. There is obviously a genetic component to how we experience stress. Um, but what this reminds me of is that, you know, anger can be addictive and we can actually be addicted to anger. People who... People who have grown up in very chaotic environments, um, very often just there is this addiction to chaos, to intensity, to drama. Um, and danger triggers the same receptors in our brain. So for some people, there is an addiction to anger. Um, I caveat it by saying that at the same time, 
anger can be a symptom of um, other mental health problems. So people with ADHD will often express more anger. Um, people who have um, depression. So we always need to understand where, what the is the is the anger what I'm responding to, or is there something else that's underlying? Um, but it's very tough, and I think you know for that person. When we're confronted with an angry person, um, we have to remind ourselves it's not about us. It's about something in them. Can you ask yourself in that moment, what's the need that they're not meeting? What's underneath this? Um, what we tend to do, which doesn't help, is we tend to try to calm the person down. And sometimes we'd even say, calm down. But then when we do that, we're actually oh, minimizing no. their emotion. Mm, there's nothing so, worse. Yeah, so when you tell an angry person, calm down. <laughs> so, um, and then you need to avoid escalating it with the character assault. Yeah. So assuming it's not rage and assuming it's not aggressive, you need to do your best to, I can see you're angry. Is there something I can do? Um, and I'm wondering what you might be angry about. Now, if that person on a scale of 0 to 10 is already you know, at a number 6 or 7, you need to probably walk away because they need to be able to self-regulate and calm down and the intervention won't help. Yeah, we're not at home to Mrs. Grumpy was one I cannot stand. We're not what? <laughs> if you're being grumpy, we're not at home to Mr. or Mrs. Grumpy. Ah, okay. Uh, hi. There's a lot of resonating in the show today for you, Sarah. Hi, Gavin. I ended a four-year relationship with someone who was passive-aggressive. I never felt good enough in the relationship. I was constantly blamed for not being able to make her happy. Whenever I would ask her about this, she would strongly deny it. As I listen to the show, I'm now wondering whether this was actually her anger. Now, that's interesting because you mentioned at the beginning how yeah. it can be the hidden anger. And I would say that's a classic example. People who are passive-aggressive haven't found the way to say, I'm disappointed, I'm angry, this has upset me. So that's a very good example. I would say eight, nine times out of ten, mm. when you are with someone who is constantly passive-aggressive, um, they are not able to express their anger. They leave you holding this feeling of being inadequate or I've disappointed. And it's not about you, it's about them. So very good example of hidden anger. Okay. A quick question uh, following up on the uh, teaching your children not to be angry. How do you do that if being angry uh, is a healthy emotion? How do you teach your children not to be angry if being angry is a healthy emo emotion? Apart from jumping up and down and <laughs> screaming like I used to do with my children. I still do now to this day. I was going to say lead by example, but in Sarah's case, um, probably not the one. Um, I think you, 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 you want to help your child understand their anger and help them understand that there is a place for anger. So allow them to express it in an appropriate way. And when little John, I'm not sure it's always little Johnny today, little Mary um, decides to oh, throw... Oh, it's Christmas. Through. <laughs> no, like Jesus and Mary, so that's wrong. <laughs> um, she's been at the mulled wine. When, <laughs> not yet. When, when little, by the way, I just opened the cupboard door and the Christmas tree's inside the cupboard. I, I just know, want well, to say think, it's not very yeah, festive. No, it's not. Nobody's being very so responsible. So we need, we need the that. Christmas tree out because it made me angry. Um, <laughs> we want the child to know, look, the difference between aggression and anger. Mm. And then we teach them how to self-regulate. It's okay to be angry. Um, this is how, what you do when you're anger, how you calm yourself down. So 
we need to model anger as a healthy emotion. And unfortunately, what we tend to do because of society uh, norms is we say, don't be angry. No, don't do that. And the moment we're doing that, we're not allowing the child to be able to start to differentiate between aggression, I'm acting out my anger, and a healthy experience of anger. What about that, with short, just to finish on the children topic, and you're mentioning it now about the you know expressing it what about i think there was a phase where it was a bit of a fad where children you'd say it wasn't the angry corner what do people say you yeah, just go and sit step. and think about it or yeah. it was a think about i don't know at one point it's quite fashionable to say that the naughty step to your or children. something yeah. um well how is that productive then I'm not sure I would send the child away because I think for me there's a sort of negative connotation. But you might, if the child is very sort of, um, uh, you know, sort of hyper-regulated, you might want them to be able to teach them and say that it's not a punishment. But why don't you take a moment to breathe and calm down? Why don't you go and sit in the playroom or come and sit over here, um, you know, breathe. And when you feel ready... Let's talk about what upset you. Yeah, time so, out, I think is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, so the, the time, time out, out, thank you. Um, yeah. Oh, members of my childhood. <laughs> um, so uh, way too many timeouts. So it's, it's just teaching them. It, there's nothing wrong with the anger, but just now teach them how to self-regulate. Okay, uh, I've been in a relationship for nine months now. For Have the, you? No, <laughs> Charles would be a fine thing. Uh, for the most part, <laughs> it's a good relationship. Uh, but my partner has these outbursts over and over again. He can throw chairs or objects across the room in temper. He's never threatening towards me, but it scares and unsettles me. He has had problems at work recently too. Apart from delivering him to the doorstep of Riviera Radio, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> what? we do how do i approach this uh what can i do i'm not sure i want another 20 years of this many thanks and have a good day both of you well i'm gonna leave out the back door just in case (laughs) um you know i mean i I know we're making light because it's the breakfast show but it's this is really hard and unfortunately i see this too often and this is this is where unexpressed um anger perhaps over a long time has become rage um and very often i'm interested this is what i would call anger attacks and this isn't appropriate um and it might be a symptom of alcohol misuse it might be a symptom of other mental health conditions either way i think if you're scared and unsettled you need to put a boundary down and a boundary is just put simply you will have heard me say this before on air this is not okay for me and if you behave this way i will you know i will leave the room um i will ask you to leave the room but we have to put a boundary down when we don't feel safe and throwing chairs or objects across the room don't know if there are kids involved but um is um is an unhealthy expression of anger. And so that person needs to learn all the things that we were just saying that the child needs to learn how to self-regulate and how to express their anger. And there may be other stuff going on. You know, sometimes when we're grieving, um, we're angry. Now, if this person is showing lots of outbursts of anger, there might be something specific that's going on that's making them angry. They need to see a therapist. They need to do some work, some coaching. But for the person who's writing in, you need to put your boundary down. 
Okay, so I hope that helps you. Uh, boundaries down and maybe see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Is it? That, that's your advice. Yeah. Okay, um, just very quickly, just two more. Uh, this one's come in, again, it's on a, a relationship one. It kind of relates to the one we've just had. What about when your partner does something which makes you really angry, but you love them too much to tell them, as you know they will be upset by you focusing on that thing? Um, I would say that then you're not being authentic uh, and there's something missing in that, you know, I'm interested in what makes you fearful of upsetting your partner because you are experiencing something that to you is not acceptable. Um, So what I would say to that is, um, you know, help your partner look for, if you're the person that is experiencing the anger, I'll just say really quickly, um, some some quick techniques you have to recognize that you're getting angry so we have to get to know our triggers we get to know what's happening in our body i'm feeling tense or my clenching my fists my heart is pumping or clenched draw jaw so we have to be able to identify that we're getting angry if i could just give one tip i mean there's so many count to 10 we have to pause and slow ourselves down. Once that anger begins to spill over into rage, we're in that what we call the fight, flight, freeze response. That's the moment where now I'm being overwhelmed and I'm not being um, rational. So we need to try to catch ourselves before the anger spills over. So what's making me angry? Sometimes it can also be helpful to reframe Will this really matter in six months' time? Have I assumed something bad of the other person? That's very common. It can be really helpful. Go back to the the, the driving. When someone's driving really slowly, I try to say to myself, maybe this is a nervous driver. Maybe it's someone who's really old um, and they're not comfortable going above 25 miles per hour or whatever it is. And suddenly my anger my resentment's gone down so if you're the person who's got the anger we need to try to manage it and if you're the person on the receiving end um you do need to be able to again it's it's the boundary yes you might upset your partner but this is what intimacy is about it's about saying this isn't okay how can i help you i'm wondering what you might be angry about Okay, and in your explanation there, you've just answered a, a final question. Was the difference between anger and rage, which is what you just said, yeah, when, uh, spills over when, exactly, into rage? It's exactly what's happened. I haven't been able to express my anger, um, and it spills over. And, you know, the last thing I'll say, you know, we're, we're tight for time, but anger is often what we call a secondary emotion. And so for those of us who are either getting angry or we're in a relationship with someone who is angry, Recognize that sometimes anger is protecting another raw, vulnerable feeling. And so sometimes I'll ask someone, I'm wondering what else is there underneath the anger? And they say, well, I felt felt disrespected or I was so disappointed that I didn't get the job offer. So we also kind of look beneath the surface and we look for the secondary emotion. Okay, and uh, finally, just to wrap it up, yes. uh, some techniques. You mentioned the taking a deep breath and counting to ten. Uh, going to therapy as well can also be an option. What are some of the things that we can maybe uh, do on a day-to-day basis to manage our anger? Um, I would say on a day-to-day basis, um, exercise is really good. Um, you know, in the old days, uh, anger management, and it's always in the in the movies, you'd hear the person sort of, you know, hitting the pillow and um, 
but exercise is a much better way to actually um, release the um, the various kind of hormones and the adrenaline and the cortisol. So lots of exercise, um, and just if we can, when we notice um, notice what triggers you. Is it a certain topic of conversation? Is it a certain person? Is it a certain place? Because once we become aware of our anger triggers then we become much better at being able to slow ourselves down and choose how we respond. And, and that's what anger's about. It's, it's okay to feel angry, but I want to choose how I respond. Last very brief example. You, you probably won't remember this, sir. I've never mentioned it on air. The first time I met you, you spilled a glass of water all over me, soaked me rotten. But you know what? I chose how to respond in a kind way, um, and I was able to... Um, no, I'm just kidding. I no, well, how, how long have you got? Because I've got a list of things here that <laughs> since we've been to working together made me angry. Oh, I should uh, have opened Pandora's continue. box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you uh, so much, Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing. Uh, you can, of course, contact Gavin on gavin at rivierawellbeing.com. Gavin. Have a wonderful festive season, Christmas, New Year. What are your plans? Thank you very much. Plans are to uh, go away. We're going to States to see family uh, and just get to some slightly milder weather, relax, spend time with family. So uh, connection for me is really important, as it is for most of us over the Christmas period. Oh, well, lovely. It sounds like it will be fantastic. And back in the New Year? I hope so. You know what? If you'll have me back... Definitely have you back. Then I hope to be back. So uh, we usually don't do something at the beginning of Jan. I think it's most likely to be February. So if they let me back in and they don't change the locks, uh, (laughs) I'd love to be back. And and thank you so much, Sarah, for all your support over this year. Um, You're such a big supporter of the show. So uh, obviously the whole team, but really especially thank you to you. Oh, thank you, Gavin. Can I come with you for Christmas? It sounds nice. It sounds better than where I... I'm going. Yeah, I'm not feeling angry or stressed <laughs> or anything like that. Of course you can. Have a wonderful Christmas. Thank Gavin Sharp, so uh, Riviera Wellbeing Window. Louis Julien, it's 10 o'clock. Louis Julien, jeweler and watchmaker in Cannes for six generations, turning time into luxury. Official watch dealer for Rolex, Hublot, Chopin, and many more. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. Experience the magic of Christmas together at Cap 3000. Dressed in festive splendor, Cap 3000 invites young and old to share magical moments. From a charming train ride to a visit with Father Christmas and uplifting gospel concerts, a host of delightful events awaits. Christmas together at Cap 3000 promises family fun from the 2nd of December to the 7th of January. Discover more at cap3000.com. Cap 3000. Shop, food, fun, enjoy. CMB Monaco Banking Ahead is the podcast dedicated to those interested in the world of banking and finance. Each month, Bernard Ebran, Head of Portfolio Management at CMB Monaco, will help you make the most of the financial news. You can listen to the new episode next Friday at 6.46pm and next Saturday at 10.46am. Find the previous episodes in the latest news section of cmb.mc. Time for a change? Start planning your new build, extension or major renovation. Complete interior and exterior works. Fully registered and insured in France. 
All it takes is one call to Victorious Renovations for a free, no-obligation quote. Visit victorious-renovations.com. Building relationships on the Côte d'Azur since 2010. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and the French Alps, contact Savills, local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. The English Breakfast Show is brought to you by Air France. Fly to spectacular destinations around the world. The Air France network accompanies you at every step of your travel cravings to make sure there is no location you cannot reach. Elegance is a journey. Air France. Go to airfrance.fr or in your local travel agency. Barclays Private Bank Monaco, since we opened our doors in 1922, we've enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. Discover Vivaldi, an extraordinary oasis nestled in Oran. A tailor-made offers year-round luxury, just one hour 20 from Nice. Set on two hectares at the heart of the resort, Oran Vivaldi boasts exclusive chalets, promising a prime investment and unparalleled craftsmanship, reminiscent of the renowned Three Valets. More info at jvpasta-realestate.com. Six minutes past 10 o'clock, taking a look at the international news headlines. The UN says 600,000 people are under evacuation orders in southern Gaza during fierce fighting, nearly half of whom had already been forced to leave their homes. Ukrainian President Zelensky has called off a high-profile briefing with U.S. lawmakers amid an impasse over future U.S. funding for the country. And former Prime Minister Boris Johnson has arrived for two days of questioning in the U.K. COVID-19 inquiry. It's expected that Johnson will apologise and admit to mistakes during the pandemic. The Business Association, the Monaco Economic Board, MEB, supports companies based in Monaco as they develop and grow since 1999. By joining the 600 member companies of all sizes and sectors, you can be part of a business ecosystem and attend different operations, conferences and tailored events, as well as have access to MEB's many networks in Monaco and globally. Now is the time to join the Monaco Economic Board. Find out more at... MEB.MC. The weather forecast is brought to you by Monoclean. At your service for 35 years, the sanitation, hygiene and waste management expert in Monaco. We thank you for your trust and confidence in our services. Find us on monoclean.com. Mainly fine, highs of 13 degrees in Monaco and Nice, 14 degrees in Cannes, 12 degrees in Saint-Tropez and 9 degrees in Marseille. A moderate wind across the region and this evening going down to 4 degrees in Nice and minus 2 degrees in Marseille with clear skies. Data for tomorrow, fine with highs of 13 degrees. A Friday, heavy rain is forecast with strong winds in the VAR and highs of 12 degrees. Uh, thank you very much to Gavin Sharp and for his lovely kind words and to you for taking part in the show. As always, it's you that makes the show, so thank you very much for all of you uh, that contributed this morning to Anger Management. Uh, Gavin will be back in the new year. Uh, the news is available throughout the day on rivieradio.mc and you can check out the Facebook page 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio. I'll be back tomorrow morning for 
the Phil Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. And we'll be kicking off the best Christmas festive competition ever in the world. Yes, we are giving away some fantastic prizes in partnership with Monte Carlo SBM prizes here in the Principality and it's your chance to win one every day for 12 days as we kick off the 12 days of Christmas. All you have to do is listen out for the Christmas queue and when you hear that there'll be a question with a prize and the winner will be announced at the end of the show. So can't wait to start the 12 days of Christmas with you my true love. I'll leave you with the ELO and Mr Blue Sky. Bye. Why you had to hide?